I believe in miracles. Don't say people. I'm doing business here, man. I don't want anybody tells you words and ideas can change the world. Ninety percent of what you're saying ain't coming out of your mouth. From failing, you learn. From success, not so much. Keep moving forward. Welcome to the Small Business Miracles Podcast. I'm Jeff Randolph. This small business podcast is brought to you by EAG Advertising and Marketing. We're going to talk about marketing, and we're also here to celebrate entrepreneurs. We have marketing news and advice business owners can use to keep moving forward, plus a featured interview uh, this week with Natalie Julian, the president and CEO of CASA of Johnson & Wyandotte Counties. Let's go meet Natalie right after this marketing tip. In today's marketing tip, I want to talk about the foundation. And when we're talking about the foundation and marketing, we're probably talking about your website because that is the foundation for your marketing. We may even refer to that as your digital home base. In a business-to-business situation, if it, it is your website is the place where people are going to go check you out to prove your legitimacy before they ever decide to work with you. A B2B prospect is typically two-thirds to 90% of the way through their purchase decision before they ever decide to talk to you, before they ever decide to get in contact with you. So that means that your website has to do a lot. It has to, to carry all of that, that uh, burden of making sure that they're communicating exactly what that prospect needs to hear because they're not going to talk to you and give you the chance to do that. They, they check you out first and they're typically two-thirds to 90% of the way through that purchase decision before they ever contact you. So because of that, you've got to make sure your digital home base is solid before you start driving traffic to your site. Now, in a B2C situation, a business-to-consumer kind of thing, it can be even more important to get your website right before you send traffic, and especially before you pay to send traffic to that site, because you may only get one chance to present your product or service to a customer before they decide to write you off for good. So your homepage is is likely not the front door they use. They may not show up at the homepage anymore. Um, when someone is doing a search for a product or a service, they may go to a very specific page of your website, probably deep within your website, and that's the exact product or service that they're looking for. Well, that page has to convert the viewer to a contact in some way. So we have to make sure that page is doing the job. Your website is almost never done. We Gone are the days when you finish a website and said, well, that's it. We're, we're done. The website's all set. You should always be making changes to those landing page and squeeze every last conversion out of it that you can. So if we if we have an ABCs thing, it's A always, B, B, C, doing some A, B testing. All right. Well, the coffee is for closers either way. That is your marketing tip for today. And in this segment of the podcast, I am joined by Natalie Julian, president and CEO of CASA of Johnson and Wyandotte Counties. Natalie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates. For, for those who don't know, describe what CASA does. So CASA trains volunteer advocates who are assigned to children who are in the foster care system. And the advocate's job is to get to know that child, figure out what is going on in their lives, and then advocate for what's in their best interests. 
Excellent. So, and and there are 817 children in foster care in Johnson and Wyandotte counties due to abuse and neglect. Um, that means 817 children who need someone in their corner, someone to be their voice. Does that number fluctuate quite a bit? Are we seeing something like toward the end of the year where you know there are more more cases going through, or is this just kind of there's always this this big a need going on at all times? The need is pretty consistent throughout the year. And so we want to make sure that we have access to more volunteer resources so that we can find an advocate for each child who needs one. Okay. Well, let's talk about the volunteer resources for a second then, because you, what, what is the biggest need that you have as an organization? Is it volunteers? Is it donations? Is it, I don't know, some, something else? It is volunteers. We want to make sure that we have access to enough volunteers for every child. But in order to have volunteers of that, um, magnitude, we do need more financial support mm. so that we can recruit and train and support those volunteers throughout their time with CASA. So what, if, if we talk about a volunteer, um, what, first, what, what makes a good volunteer champion? So, so someone who, what are their, are their skills? Is it a time commitment? What, what makes a good one? The basic thing that we look for is someone who cares about kids and wants to give of their time and support to make a difference in the life of a child who's in the foster care system. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, there is a time commitment. Uh, there's a training process that each volunteer has to go through to make sure that they're prepared for this particular volunteer job. And then each month, they're expected to spend time with the child, um, make sure they're understanding everything that's going on in that child's life. Um, but there is so much reward for this particular volunteer opportunity that um, we hear from all of our volunteers that the benefits really do um outweigh that time commitment. Um, the, the training you mentioned, I, 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 I know that that is uh, an extra th step that somebody has to go through before they're actually actively in there working with a, a child in, a, in that situation. But that seems like it would be a very big uh, benefit that, you know, you're prepared for it. You have some skills, you have, have some kind of training to know what to expect is do, do, do people come out of that training? Just, you know, understanding, yep, this is it. I feel much more comfortable now. Now I'm, I'm ready to go. They definitely um, get some great resources through the training program that we provide. But even after training's over, we're still there to support them. Hmm. So we have a staff person that works with each volunteer advocate throughout the time that they're with CASA. So they hmm. can still go to someone if they have questions, uh, need support in any way. Um, and we also have um, this great team of advocates who support each other. And it's it's really a great system that we have established. And I think it really works well to support the kids that we serve. Oh, that's important. Yeah. And, and you don't just need volunteer advocates. You also have a call for um, not just volunteer advocates, but you have a, a call for skill-based volunteers, office support, event support. Tell me about the, the needs that you have there and, and you know, how somebody could could get involved, what kinds of things they might be doing. We do have a wide variety of opportunities for people to volunteer with CASA. We have general office opportunities. We have just single day projects that we need volunteer support on. We have a few special events throughout the year, and we need volunteers who are interested in helping with the planning and the execution of those events, but also day of event volunteers. Mm -hmm. um, and those opportunities exist um, literally throughout the year. So if someone's interested in getting involved, we can find a way to plug them in. Ooh, let's talk about the those those opportunities for the events because um, not only are events good ways that you could volunteer, uh, but events are good ways for people who just want to find out more, want to see what the community is all about, and and hear more about 
about the the stories that you you know are bringing back. Um, you've got a few different events throughout the year. We've got Promise of Hope and Pinwheels for a Purpose and Hops and Barley. Uh, let's let's start with Promise of Hope. What is what is that event and and should people show up? Promise of Hope is held in April, and April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. So we really um, want to make sure that we utilize that entire month to communicate the message, not only about what our children go through, the children who are in the foster care system, but also um, how CASA has an impact on those kiddos. And Promise of Hope is an event that we hold to help educate the community about that impact, mm -hmm. but also giving people the opportunity to provide support and resources for CASA so that we can do more. Oh, excellent. And Pinwheels for a Purpose. So that is part of Child Abuse Prevention Month as well, mm -hmm. um, and it's to create awareness. Pinwheels are the representation of that that month, mm -hmm. and so we um, encourage our supporters to use the pinwheels in their front yards, in their offices, oh, okay. to create awareness around our the issue that we um, care so much about. Well, uh, be on the lookout for pinwheels, everybody. That's this is this is how you should know. We should know more about what pinwheels stand for. Um, tell me about hops and barley, because of course beer. Uh, I, I, I've been known to drink a beer. Hops and Barley is a fun event that we have every fall, and it's essentially a beer tasting. There is also wine and um, other options for people who don't drink beer, but um, we have representation from a lot of the local breweries, our home brewers groups here in Kansas City, and it's just a fun event. But we also um, also have a mission component where people can hear about the impact that CASA has and, again, ways that they can get involved. Excellent. Always should. Um, and you raised $105,000 from, from last year year's hops and barley it looks like we did well done nicely done thank you um you know i'll i'll close it out here and just say if that if you're listening you know consider joining in 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 some way uh become a corporate sponsor if you're running a business um lend a much needed hand and, and be a champion for a child we we could all use them um but with that said I think it's time to go into the lightning round. Um, and here are the rules for the lightning round. They're, they're, uh, it, it's short soundbite answers. Uh, we're, we're looking for the, the quick response. You have no previous knowledge of what might be asked here. So this is just off the cuff, um, straight out of Natalie's brain. Um, what's, what is the best advice you've ever gotten? This could be business. It could be life advice. What's the best piece of advice you've gotten? Travel. I'm 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 about to ask all kinds of questions about that. Um, in travel like like recharging your soul or to to experience um another culture. What what is what is the what is the goal of travel? To see the world. Um, I I have a goal to get to every continent at least once. Oh wow, yeah. And I'm about halfway. What drew you to an organization like CASA? I know you've got a nonprofit background with uh, National MS Society, the Red Cross, the Thomas House Family Shelter. What is it about CASA that, that was so appealing? One of my first internships was with Department of Children and Family Services in Los Angeles. And uh, working with that population was just something that meant a lot to me, mm -hmm. that we could make an impact um, and support children who are in those circumstances, you know, things that they have really no control over. And uh, so when I saw the opportunity to work for CASA and be able to work with that population again, mm -hmm. it was something I was definitely interested oh, in. Uh, what? T tell me the best part of your job, because you're dealing with some pretty weighty moments in the lives of others, and you do that all the time. Um, what What are the bright spots? What What sends you home at the end of the day and, and says, yep, this this was good? 
the successes definitely make a big difference, not only for me, but for all of my staff. So mm-hmm. when we hear from the advocates about a successful adoption or a successful reunification, um, and we see the pictures of those kids with the smiles on their faces, um, that really is a big deal for us mm-hmm. and something that keeps us going. And and really celebrating those wins. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot off of that because if we look at your um, Facebook page for the the organization, um, I'm I'm gonna look at the official Facebook uh, account and I'm gonna see people decorating their doors for the holiday to make their their the office a brighter place. Um, I I saw a Friendsgiving lunch, a Halloween costume, reverse trick or treat. Um, your team is always out in the community doing things. Is there a, a work hard, play hard thing going on there, or what's what's your philosophy on on building a work environment that really kind of supports employees and and helps them you know uh, have have that brighter day and more camaraderie in the in the office. We really do try to find the balance because often the work we do is difficult. You know, the stories that we hear, the things that we know our kiddos go through is is hard to hear and to deal with every day. And so we want to make sure that we uh, support each other as a team and that we take some time to just focus on ourselves and how we can um, find those bright spots and really enjoy each other and uh, the experiences that we have. Man, that's great to hear. It's, it looks like it's a lot of fun from the outside, but I, I know there's there's a lot of hard work and, and emotion that goes on behind the scenes. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say, just have you close us out by, by telling people where they can find you if they want to be a volunteer, if they want to donate, if they want to do something, where can people find you? Our website is the best place to go, Um, so casajwc.org. There's more information about how you can make donations, how you can get involved as a volunteer, our events, anything that you want to know about CASA, you can find the information on our website. I'll say it one more time. If you're you're listening, consider becoming a corporate sponsor, consider becoming a champion, consider volunteering if you have those skills um, for for other office support, event support, anything at all. Um, Let's see how we can plug you in. Natalie Julian, President and CEO of CASA of Johnson and Wyandotte Counties. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And that is our show. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Miracles podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review. Drop us a line on the website at eagadv.com if you have any thoughts. Until then, we'll be out here helping entrepreneurs with another Small Business Miracle. Small Business Miracle.